0: Hello and welcome back to the Bigger Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Zhao, and today I have Winston Wu here with me. How you doing?
1: I'm good. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast.
0: Yeah, welcome, welcome.
1: So uh, you're going to UChicago Chicago next year, yeah? Yes, that great is great school. Thank you. It's it is a great school. It's <laughs> though it has a reputation of where fun goes <laughs> to die. But we'll see it, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Study. Study, study, yeah, study. It's known for being very hardcore.
0: <laughs> Why did you choose UChicago?
1: Hmm. So, well, if I'm being honest, you know, it's I'm a STEM, you know, Asian student. Sure. And you know, of the, I don't know, the top, like, quote unquote, top schools that yeah. are that are STEM focused. You know, there's only you know so many that MIT. Yeah, um, well, there's only so many that fantastic. with my resume that I have a chance of getting in. So, you know, I would love to go to Stanford or Harvard, but unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not smart enough for that. Really? So, mm. well, I should say that my resume does not qualify me for a uh, a, a a probable acceptance rate. So, <laughs> you know, when I came down to it, it was really between U Chicago, Johns Hopkins, and uh maybe northwestern northwest maybe also duke but then i after nmh i didn't because duke is also a very athletic focused school yeah after nmh i'm like yeah i may want to stay away from that (laughs) so that's fair okay it was between those three schools essentially these schools
0: are not easy to get in like their acceptance rate is just slightly better than Harvard, yeah. or, Stanford. Like Harvard or Stanford. It's like Harvard, Stanford. It's crazy. It, 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 that that is on the level. That's like five percent or something. Yeah, this is like seven percent or maybe ten percent. A little higher. I think around ten
1: percent. L- I think for both, all three of them, it's like around ten percent. I think it's still really hard to get in. It's it's difficult to get in. Um, wow. I, I I I don't know if this data is totally accurate, but supposedly for this year uh in the United States there's only I think less than ten Asian students. Well uh, no not Asian, Chinese students who got into Chicago. Mm. So I'm very lucky that, mm. you know, my combination of, you know, whatever, my resume and essay got me in. So
0: Yeah, I know it's it's this
1: is growing more and more competitive. Yeah. Nowadays. Uh, I mean Back in my day, <laughs> when <laughs> I first came here, I think there were only like one or two students or freshmen that took calculus in their freshman year. Oh, now what? now it's like if yeah, you if now, you don't take that, you what's up? Almost like, like you know, for this year, you know, there's so many, and it's you know, it's uh, it's becoming everyone's you know being more and more competitive, and so it. The, all the competition rises.
0: Like the multi class, last <laughs> year we had me and John Park. This year there's like a thousand. The, the there's no, so there's like a m- majority of the classes are sophomores. Yeah, Next year, majority yeah. are going
1: to be a linear. And wh- yeah. What is going on? I mean, it also could be due to the because our schools were well, accepted like a thousand agents in terms of freshmen and sophomores a thousand asians yeah no it's exaggeration exaggeration but i think our school accepted a lot more asians so you know and asians are good at math so (laughs) yeah so math department is blowing off
0: but the thing is i think next year we only had i don't know like five chinese or something yeah i think and then only like not many asians so that's that's why not a lot of chinese got ga's this year like barely anyone i think everyone got rejected for, for, like, from, U, from North Mount Herman? To G, to apply for Global Ambassador, for... Global, oh. To Global represent Ambassador. Chinese, because that's the thing, as it's, there are not many coming in.
1: That's true, yeah. Hmm.
0: I think the school just realized that, oh, we've got some too many Asians there, it's time no yeah. <laughs> not for Asians.
1: Yeah, I talked to, you know, other people about this, and the general opinion is that, um, Brian Hargrove felt that our schools you could say facilities mm-hmm. needed needed some funding to say the <laughs> least needed some funding and so I think his plan was to overcompensate like for a co- like two one or two years on the facilities and get those in shape mm-hmm. and then sort of cut down or you know return to normal and to normal. I think you know it's it's I think he realized com- it's like not really common knowledge, but I think it's generally Asian parents tend to donate a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I guess he over his plan was to overcompensate for like a short while and then return to normal.
0: Yeah, this is not normal though. Five only five Chinese.
1: Um, That's rare. I think before my grade, so I think before my grade, they, they only accepted like four eight, four Chinese, like two boys and two girls from China. Well. That's what they used to say, and then it's, I think it's starting from my grade that they started to accept more, because my grade there were eight or something. something Probably like even more, there's definitely more. I mean, in Just freshman, look year. at the sophomore grade. Well, I mean, it, 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 in my when I was in our freshman year, yeah, 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 there were like ten, I think eight to ten or something like that.
0: Probably more. Yeah, but yeah,
1: now there's more and more.
0: Like l- you look at the sophomore grade. <laughs> sophomore like, grade, the Chinese is like it's twenty huge. or 30. Yeah, 30 it's or huge. something. It's huge the The freshman grade is like yeah another level and and now yeah. it's just <laughs> the school's like okay maybe you have to chill with that yeah
1: yeah and you just look at our week look at our group chat like when i was a sophomore the group chat was maybe 30 to 40 people no probably even less than that like less than 30 no there's 90 now it's like
0: 90 close yeah oh <laughs> well, it's just this expansion of competitiveness and also Yep. All of these, I mean, you're getting to Chicago, so you're chilling. <laughs> yeah, I've you've, you've already ran this race. Yeah, ahead. I've
1: I've you know been over this and lucky that I got a good result, I suppose. Hmm.
0: So, what, what interests you in STEM? What, why STEM? Why is it not? Hmm. Why is it not? Um, history
1: or whatever? Yeah, um, hmm. Well, I think there's a couple of different factors. Uh, I think I've always liked it, liked to build stuff mm-hmm. and to you know create stuff. Sure. And mm-hmm. STEM, not particularly in terms of math, but mm-hmm. then you know CS, engineering, and all that. Sure. All the other fields that use math as basis, those all you know the goal of those are problem solving, and, and to solve a problem, they must create a solution.
0: So, you love creating solutions,
1: you know. That could, you know, I think that's one part of it, and then the other part is just, you know, it's undeniable that STEM is probably one of the most fundamental well, not fundamental, but one of the main driving forces that pushes society forward in terms of our ways of living and our living standards. Mm -hmm. And oh, it's really cool, it's just Mm -hmm. really cool. I mean, it's you know, I don't know. I, I'm just really fascinated by the new technologies that are coming out and the ways that they are mm-hmm. um, changing our world for the better and sometimes for the worse.
0: <laughs> mm, I know it. It is true. Technology advancement has been crazy in the, since the 21st it's century. True. Yeah, it's and now we need more technological advancements yeah. in the future because AIs. Like, are you into AIs?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. <laughs> AI is it's very de- it's definitely very interesting. I want I'm really looking forward to learning about it. Yeah, cuz um I want to double major in applied math and CS and mm-hmm. I usually go in for CS. I want to do a concentration in uh machine learning, artificial intelligence and data analysis. And mm-hmm. you know, machine learning is also you can say math modeling in a way. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm really into those. Machine learning, math modeling. Yeah.
0: What, what do you what do you do like you you mess with a machine by putting codes and building robots and yeah is I'm, that is that what what it is or?
1: it's you know it's really just the fundamentals oh you know i'm i'm not that good at coding <laughs> so from what I understand it's really just you train a essentially a program uh-huh to do you know to do a certain task really well okay and then you know, that could range from you know, simple, like you know, color recognition. Okay. From or to image de- uh, detection, all the way to you know, there has been research recently in, into using artificial intelligence to modulate nuclear reactors. So uh-huh. it's it's a wide range, mm-hmm. and there's the the current possibilities for its potential is huge mm-hmm. and. It's um, and I suppose it could either go really well. I mean, there's been a lot of, you know, opinion on how AI will, you know, replace <laughs> a lot of jobs and cause yeah. people to go, you know, sure. without jobs. Sure. You know, I, I don't, I don't really have an opinion on that, but you know. I
0: feel like with AI, not there could be this taking away of jobs, but and in, in some ways it can create more jobs. You know to what I'm saying. Yeah, for a certain extent. because hmm. if AIs can make things more smoother, and if AIs can function better, it, it you can create more faster. So there will be more the 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 supply chain is higher, right? So then there's more job opportunities elsewhere in the in the market somewhere.
1: True. Um, I forgot. I I, I watched this like really good, Kors Kazar. Do you know the channel? It's on. It's a YouTube channel. I'm like I they, they so. did a good job of explaining it. But I think what they're arguing for, and I think you know that's it, it has you know it's it's to an extent very true. Is like whenever there's mm-hmm. you know the if you look at uh, for example like the uh, the industrial revolution and all you know the rise of the engines and machines and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they make an argument that it's AIs are different from those because. What those are are, for example, you know, like a like a machine may replace like a worker's mm-hmm. job, right? Mm-hmm. But then they give rise to whole industries of jobs of, of mechanics, who, sure. whose job is to fix those machines sure. and to to build those machines. Sure, um, you could look at it how AI could give a rise to like a whole industry of a larger industry of accelerated, you know. Growth of data data engineers and sure not data 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 analysts and software engineers yeah sure 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 um I I mean I suppose we will just have to <laughs> see wait as we see. go yeah I mean you know AI, it's you, you can't you know it's the progress of technology of AI I don't think can be really stopped so you, we just have to adapt as we go along. Feel so, are scary though you they know what are. I'm saying. Like, if you they if are. you don't
0: control it well, <laughs> if you don't monitor it well, if you don't program it right, and if it actually becomes smarter than humans, and there's this debate about consciousness. Yeah. If AIs become conscious, <laughs> what do we do with it? Like, if, have, and it has mm. this massive calculative power yeah. that no humans, even all humans combined, <laughs> would never be able to attain. So how... Are we going to deal with that if that is the wrong direction? Like, if they want, th- if they realize like humans are just so inefficient, you know what I'm saying? Like, there, yeah. are, there's this book that I read called um, Life 2.0, mm-hmm. Life 3.0, um, that just discusses the future possibilities of AIs. It talks about okay, he- here, here AI comes, they realize humans are inefficient, they waste resources. Mm-hmm burn up the whole world, cause global warming, everything. Air realizes, realizes that, that humans are this. Boom. Eliminates humans. P- p- protects Earth. Like, yeah. what, what's going to happen? Uh,
1: you know, it's... That's a tough question to answer. I think we just have to... I think it's, you know, the at the core of the programming, or I suppose... It, you know, if... Because currently, AI don't really have a conscious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, despite what some companies tend to claim... They don't have a conscious yet. It's yeah. very... They're, despite how smart they are, they're very still very programmed. You know? Yeah, exactly. I think when we... They do have a pr- conscious, I suppose. It's just really important about like the, their purpose. Uh-huh. It's like, if their purpose is to improve efficiency or something, then yeah, humans, that's a risk. Because humans <laughs> yeah, are exactly. inefficient. Humans are inefficient. But then, if their purpose is to... you know, If their main purpose is to help human civilization and society... Mm-hmm. Then I feel like I think with that as the foundation of it, mm-hmm. there's you know that's sort of a, as a safety net. Mm-hmm. Like then sure. again, you could go all, like all also on it. So it all something. depends <laughs> on
0: if we program it right.
1: Yeah, of course. Like mm. if you program it right, it could be <laughs> the
0: best best thing in the world, right? But if you program it wrong, it could be next Hitler or something like that. Like you know am saying, true, yeah. Like it <laughs> all depends on this basis. Are you into um, space? Not particularly. I mean,
1: I watch news like SpaceX and all that, but I'm not really into that, no. No, not space.
0: STEM, so it's mostly just CS and um, and applied math. Why applied math? Because math Mm -hmm. is... (laughs) Numbers always just speak to me. Like, I love numbers. It's so useful. You know, it's like true, yeah. you have numbers, <laughs> it just makes sense. Like you, when yeah. you don't understand something, you just put on some data, statistics. You're just like, oh yeah, now I get it. Yeah, it's but true. then, but then mm. it's, it's, it's it's I don't know. Like right now, I'm taking linear algebra. It just feels so useless. You know what I'm saying?
1: Learning like, algebra, it's it's very conceptual, and
0: you it know, is very conceptual, and also it's it's very specific. Like if only if I'm <laughs> really into CS, yeah. Am I gonna actually like u- apply these knowledge?
1: Yeah, it's different because, like, unlike calculus, right? It's calculus. You know, you can use it in, in everything, right? You can sure. use it to, you know, calculate car car speeds and then optimization and then all that. So, so many of these uses. But with sure. linear algebra, you can really like its actual like real life application is in, in some like, really complex, complex
0: situations and for, very specific yeah.
1: situations. Yeah. For example, like the recommend the recommendation. Systems like yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon, all of that. G-
0: Google. The yeah. w- we we just did. Um, we just analyzed it uh, the other day. I yeah. think it, that's like w- what my project is sort of related to. About it's 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 cool to understand that, but like yeah. you, it's, uh, unless you're going this direction, it doesn't really help that
1: much. Yeah. Um. Hmm. It's true. Uh. You know, the reason I chose to apply the math was because. Well, originally I wanted to do physics, okay. But then I was talking <laughs> to you know most of the other people, my my mentors and my friends, <laughs> and it's like with an undergraduate degree, you really mm-hmm. just like sort of learning the fa- you really want to just learn the foundational tools well. You still have foundation? No mm-hmm. way. No. Yeah? Well, I mean, it's undergraduate mm-hmm. for for the majors that you learn. It's. Mm-hmm it's essentially foundational learning. Well, I mean you well, if you learn really efficiently, you could get into some really high level stuff. Of course. But um I think for me, my goal is to really just get, you know, learn really w- learn well the tools for me to use later cuz math is used in everything and Sure. It's um kind of it's like a scale of you know more more application or more the- theoretical stuff. Sure. And physics is you know more well. There's also applied to physics, but yeah, physics. You know, if you reach from the higher levels, it's it's it, it's, it, it's mostly just math. Yeah, it and is mostly
0: just math, and also it's doesn't really apply that much. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So I was talking to most people, a lot of people, and they all suggest to me that because if i go full on mm-hmm. physics then you know if i want to go look for a work or something mm-hmm. my options are a lot less than if i have applied math sure sure it's, and it's just also in that consideration because applied math can be used in a lot more wide range of things than physics
0: so what do you
1: what are you going to do in applied math
0: have you ever yeah. taken a look at everything
1: well i mean for you, chicago I haven't I haven't really delved into it, but we start it kind of depends. You have a you have some a lot a bunch of freedom in terms of the courses you want to take. Sure. Uh well we start with calculus and then yeah. there's linear algebra. You have to take calculus then, all over again. Yeah, but then their calculus is like they cover what we learn in A P calculus in like a month at most. Okay, so, and then there's more calculus. Yeah. And then I think that calculus is like calculus plus multi plus a bunch of other stuff. Mm. And then After that, I think you can, you know, you can go to linear and then uh, number theory, number theory, and then a bunch of other like theories, some some real number, real, real number analysis or something. It's like, I haven't, I haven't really looked at the courses yet, but
0: Mm. that sounds pretty challenging.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I've, I've, some of my friends, buddies are at UChicago and they're doing math and yeah, it's pretty hardcore. I know. The Thing about
0: math is that it's it, at at the higher level, it it gets more and more conceptual. Yeah, it's true. And it's more and more <laughs> abstract, and it's like philosophy. And <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> it's just it's 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 tough. I, 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 it's, yeah. it's like complicated <laughs> so to comprehend.
1: It's true, and that's why I'm doing more applied math because there's like there's like a bachelor of arts in math Bachelor of Science and in art in math, and then there's applied math mm-hmm. um and yeah, and a b- Bachelor of arts in Math is like the theoretical math and as much as I like math, I really do not like a whiteboard board full of equations and formulas <laughs> all of that. I don't like that no nah, yeah i'm i'm to. I'm way more into it like it's just like for example i mean i w- I would much prefer to kind of learn how to you you know use use what I learn knowledge in into real life applications. That's, you know, it's, you know, you could say that's the dumber, uh, that's what dumber people, but I'm sorry.
0: It's not dumber people. It's applicable, <laughs> practical people. It I mean, it depends on how you phrase it.
1: Though the thing is like you can, if you learn theoretical, you can always like go or I suppose move to a, a more application. But if you more, but if you learn more, more application, it's, it's extremely hard to go to theoretical. So
0: yeah, exactly.
1: It's like it's it's intimidating uh, yeah, getting it's to that higher level. That's I've annoying. seen
0: you know like Buka Will Hunting like those yeah. movies and you see them solving these
1: problems. It's unreal, yeah. unreal. People <laughs>
0: who do math like you, unreal.
1: I, I respect mean, that. <laughs> thanks. It's it's definitely very. Challenging and intimidating, especially because U Chicago is known for its like math course, known if, for
0: its challenging hard work. Yeah, and
1: it's well. If if a university is known for something, you go and study that something, then you know it's gonna be really hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just putting yourself. But it's
0: a good thing, though. You yeah. all, you will receive the best education. True, yeah. Possible. Yeah. How would you rate your math learning here?
1: Um. Hmm. Well, my fresh I would say. it peaked in my freshman year and junior year my sophomore year and senior year is like Mm man it's um i had this uh so i so i took calculus Mm -hmm. freshman year and then i had this teacher called will reed he left or he left the year he left that year to become like an actuary for insurance companies Hmm, uh and he was probably like do you know Abby Ross? Mm-hmm. You know Abby Ross, right? He was probably, like, right up there with Abby Ross. He was such a good math teacher. And, like, the thing was, at that time, like, when I first ke- – because I took uh, my freshman math in the spring. When I came here in the fall, I was placed into Honors Algebra two. Sure. I was not good at math back then. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's – and at the time, it felt like everyone around me was taking Honors Precalc. Mm-hmm. And you could say I got pure pressured, whatever, but uh, I was like, damn, I want to be in pre-calc. Mm. So I just spent, I mean, I didn't spend, like, a ton of time, but I just spent, like, you know, f- the some of my free time in f- uh, f- the fall semester, like, weekends mm. and stuff. Just literally on Khan Academy and just watching the, watching through m- a bunch of the uh, Algebra 2 oh, videos. And it, okay. I, so I didn't even do pre-calc. I did algebra 2 and calc and trigonometry because i thought okay i want to be in pre-calc yeah and then so uh in winter break i mean i watched through all the stuff and i was like i emailed kai robinson saying i want to take you know i i you know i've learned some stuff on my own can i take the placement exam again and he's like sure so i took it you know i was you know i was aiming for honest speaker and he's Came back and told me, hey, so I, you know, you qualify for calculus <laughs> and BC is full, so I'm gonna place you in AB. I was like, whoa, 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 this is not. I did not. <laughs> you I
0: did not plan this. I, I, I did not
1: sign up for this because uh, you know at the time I was, you know, I thought I, I had no confidence in myself. I was like, seriously, like an AP class. I, you know, I can't handle this. <laughs> and he, he was like, yeah he was like okay you know just try try the course out for a couple days and then you know see how it goes
0: yeah i think that's the mindset everything just yeah. try it out and then yeah. see if you like it or and not then, and then if it's too hard drop it
1: yeah and then i went to it and then found out like i really liked it i mean mm. i think it was because of how just how much like real life application it was, and then I don't know. It's like. What do you like, mean, real life applications? It's like it? because it's calculus. You can you you can use it's a use all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many stuff you can use it in. <laughs> like yeah, I mean the most basic example is you know the use the example used speed. everywhere is like speed, acceleration, all that stuff. Like you have and, the d squared on <laughs> your shirt. Oh yeah, and I don't <laughs> know. I just because I've you know in all those like do you know in all those th- videos or it's like a meme where like when someone's like thinking really deeply they show all like, like the equations diff- equations. And, all that. and then like you know back e then, I've, code, blah, blah, blah. I've always seen like calculus you know calculus orders, integrals and all that and i was just like D-D-X. damn i'm finally like learning what these actually mean <laughs> and then, i don't know i just really like the course and okay um and then the teacher was he was just a great teacher he it's I've thought about like what made him really great and then I think just his personality he was just a really fun person to be around and then just wants to teach yeah to make you understand yeah his classes were actually really fun and um for example like for our final project it was do you know how using integrals you can solve for the volume of a of a of a you can square,
0: a sort of cone, a, a cylindrical, cylindrical object, cylindrical object. anything.
1: And then so he filled this like cylindrical jar with M Ms and told us to find the, told us find the the number, the amount of M N- 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 Ms in the jar. M, M-, M- What M- you M- had to do M- F- was F- take like a like a straight on picture of the jar, mm-hmm. and then use Desmos to and use you know all of the equations to map out like the the outside boundary of the jar take the integral find the volume and take and the then, integral
0: of the area the yeah, surface and then, and then integrate it by the height or something yeah
1: like and that. then find the density of MMs ms per you know inch whatever and then find the number of MMs. since it's, it's just he was a great teacher and
0: makes it really applicable yeah That's interesting. and then
1: you know i think after that course i you know gained some confidence in my own math abilities and all that stuff so that was a that was a i really like that and then Abby Ross, because I took her graph theory class and her linear algebra class in junior year, mm-hmm. same time as you are now. But mm-hmm. she was just, she was just a good teacher. Mm-hmm. She, I think she knew, like her personality wasn't. Will Will was kind of like the 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 jokester. Mm-hmm. Abby was really serious, but then she's serious, but she's nice. She's yeah, such she's, a good person. She's serious and she's nice, and she really knows what she's talking about. And then her projects are really fun. And, you know, senior year, graph theory was just really interesting. I mean, it was, it's very, it's very different and from everything we've been learning. But, like, for example, graph theory is like used in all, the, I think, in most of our, like, you know, our navigation apps, like Google Maps and all that, it uses graph theory. So. Mm-hmm what is it graph theory at its most basic it's imagine like on a plane there's Mm -hmm. like a bunch of dots sure um we call those nodes Mm -hmm. and then like imagine like kind of just basically just lines connecting to those dots Mm -hmm. i think those are called branches it's Mm -hmm. been a while but i think those are called branches Mm -hmm. and then graph theory it's it's just all about sort of the path now imagine if each of those branches have different like values on them like if you go from one node to another and the branch is like five you know that could mean it takes you five minutes to get from this place to another sure and then it's um and it uh it solves problems such as for example you're on vacation and there's a couple different uh tourist sites that you want to go see and and it's like what is the most what what is the most time efficient path that you can take to v- to visit all of those mm-hmm. and go 3 solves those? And it's like, you know, can, can you, you s- can you start at a certain point and then go visit every single node, or or can you or can you go through every single branch and return to the same node? It's it's very conceptual, but then when using real world applications, it's pretty cool.
0: It is pretty cool. And then, do you use that when you have vacations now? <laughs> you, you, do you in your mind you use like oh uh, in graph here? No, class.
1: I use <laughs> I, I I use I use Google Maps. Google Maps <laughs> it already did the hard work for me. <laughs> that's um, true. And then yeah, yeah that's a thing. I feel like
0: math is gradually being replaced. <laughs> like you, an, you feel me? You extent, still man. need people up there. That's. Good at math and understands math that's that true. runs oh. it. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be one of those pers- people with, uh, up there yeah. in a few years. What that's I'm saying true. is like slowly it's taking part. Like calculators, like that's true.
1: That's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah,
0: and like if if you have un- the understanding of geometry and algebra, I think you're you
1: you're good. That's true. Um, it's true. Like with especially with calculators, like the TI Inspires, like the solve function, I don't. Damn, it's, it, I can't, now that I think about it, it's crazy how much time I actually solve the function. I solve, I use the solve function of like actually solving function. But I mean, I, I, you yeah, know, of course I I look at it, and I know how to solve it, but then it's slightly concerning, but, you know, I'm sure schools would, you know, ban calculators in, in times when they need you to you know, know know the right thing, but yeah, should be fun with that. I feel
0: like the process of math, is the point of math? It's it's the joy <laughs> that I get so it, is that that's why what keeps me in math. It's like whenever I have a complicated problems, I I just love solving problems. True. Like I I used to just you know those brain puzzles or whatever. Oh yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I would just dude. <laughs> I will do that from morning to end. Like it's mm. so fun for me. I just have this pleasure of just solving problems. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, I think to an extent I for me to it also. Yeah, but
0: exactly. Like if you don't have this, you wouldn't be doing <laughs> math. Because you, yeah. do. you wouldn't have the motivation or drive right. to do math. Because I mean, for math true. and for science, it's so logical that you, you, if you want to know the right answer, you can know that right answer. Right? Sure. There is a right <laughs> answer. But like yeah. for, for, uh, for history or well, for yeah. philosophy <laughs> or for English, there is no right answer. It's mm-hmm. about the better answer. It's about the the,
1: the 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 process and everything, you know what I'm saying? It, it's about the the better answer the answer that you can argue to be better.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's subjective. It's objective yeah, versus uh, subjective. Yeah. And Math I versus I think I think both are fascinating. Like I was talking to Stella yesterday, a talk big big person in, in history. Yes. <laughs> she yeah. will
1: tell she will tell you all about how she loves history.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and then now you have y- we have you who's <laughs> like on the other end of the spectrum yeah. who's objective and just <laughs> gets the I guess the right it's answer. True. It's it's pretty interesting to think about. Huh?
1: Yeah, it's true. Um Yeah, I suppose math and you know it. Like with Hume on the other on one end and math and science and STEM on the other end, it's, I'm it gives you of, a good balance. I'm more of a STEM person, but then I can certainly value the importance and the yeah. It's it's especially because STEM is really compute because with you know with STEM, unless you just want to become like a researcher with no life, which is, is spends <laughs> his like whole day in the lab, you're gonna need some Hume because because you need Hume to communicate and connect with people. And it's understand like, the world. Yeah, essentially. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's the that's <laughs> the point because, did, and and both the, both are important. If you just study Hume and just don't disregard math, you you lose objectivity. You lose.
1: Yeah, or well, well, because STEM is you know what the natural world it's it's, it's you, yeah you understand you, the natural world with STEM.
0: Natural world is just fact. There 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 are patterns. Yeah, there are objective things there are a lot they are logical it makes sense to me numbers just make sense to me <laughs> you know i, I yeah. think i talked but like th- this morning i was doing my history presentation just like talking 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 about oh this plan did this this plan did this It's <laughs> so, so vague yeah. you know what i did Just stats, bro. Just boom, (laughs) boom, boom. Numbers like so. With this FHA, they increased the housing percentage from forty percent to sixty percent. Raised um, this side this much, and then about a third of people are taking these plans. Boom. (laughs) Now it just makes sense to me. I'm saying I don't know if it makes sense to everyone, but (laughs) I was having so much fun up there (laughs) because it's just like ah, yeah. Now I understand it. It's true. I feel like math is a Math, it's not it's not like I feel like. Math is just a tool. It is a tool. It's a tool. Very <laughs> useful tool. Very tool tool.
1: Yeah. I mean, and same thing as CS. Same thing as CS. Wait, pretty much Why
0: almost. CS? Let me, no, I want to so, hear yeah. more about CS because mm-hmm. I haven't decided if I should take CS next year or not. Right. Should I? Convince me. So. CS. Boom. <laughs> let's go.
1: <laughs> so, let's see. I don't know. It's, hmm, let me think of CS. It's really just about, well, kind of, I get the feeling that with CS, you can sometimes be a one-man army. Sure. It's, for example, if you need, like, for example, if you're in mechanic or something, you want to build this big project, Mm -hmm. right? You need, you know, the machines, tools, the lab, you know, the workbench, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. With CS, if you, for some of the lower end, you know, where you don't need a server and a lot of mm-hmm. calculation. You can, you, you can just do it on your computer, your laptop. And the power at your disposal from a certain, from just like you and your laptop is crazy. You, you can train machine learning models on there and then <laughs> I watch this prank where like this dude, Um, wrote this Python program to essentially (laughs) he the input was the entire script for the B movie and then the program was to Hmm. send the script word by word to his friend through text message and then it's just I mean it's just those are the kind of fun things you can do it's just really (laughs) it's really cool it is cool for me I mean I did my experience with CS has been mostly just machine learning Yeah, machine learning is really cool yeah and For example, I mean, some of the more things I from the from for some of my machine learning research project has Mm -hmm. been like the topics have been kind of random. But Mm -hmm. for my last machine learning project, for example, um, the data the data set I used was from a essentially uh, astronomical survey, and what they do is that they take they use their telescope, and then at night they record. All the data about light emitting objects in, in the night sky and sure. lightning o- light emitting objects can be stars. It can be galaxies because when the galaxy is really really far away, it just appears as a single dot from mm-hmm. the like point of light from Earth. Sure, and then or it can be quasars. Quasars, which is basically just black holes, and then when they suck, at, you know, uh, you know the dust and and, 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 and debris okay. from around it, and it it, it, cre- it creates this sort of whirlpool. And then, because okay. of the intense friction and pressure, it creates. It, f- from the intense friction and pressure, there's a lot of energy that's generated, and those gets emitted as electromagnetic radiation, which is part of it. It's light, and then.
0: So that's how p- black hole creates light.
1: The, yeah, so that that specific is called a quasar. It's basically just a black hole like sucking in like you know dust and debris from around it, and then because of the friction, it creates light. So then.
0: That's interesting. So, can you see black hole or not? How do you see you, you black? Can,
1: the bl- actual black hole? The black hole, hole is
0: like I've like they captured the picture, the first picture of the black hole. Mm-hmm. It's there's light around it, but then stuck in the center. So, is you, that what you mean by the the light? The light around it is the friction, the debris, and then the, the center is the black hole. You,
1: you, I don't think you can ever see. Uh, well, I don't. It's you can't really see a black hole. Uh, the uh, the black holes in the thing are really quasars. And quasars, the light from a quasar is from friction between the dust and, you know, all, all the stuff is sucks in. So it's mm-hmm. not the black hole itself. It's from all of the surrounding matter. And so what would by, a black
0: hole look like? I
1: don't really know. It's I, I, it's, it's, it's infinitely dense. Because
0: there are different pictures. There are yeah. some more just... It's it's just like the light is just distorted, you know what I'm saying? Like when, yeah. when you when light goes by just you know, yeah. because the f- the gravity is so much that right. pulls light across. Yeah. So when you see things when you look into it, you you would see things on the left side or something. That's true. So it would be a very interesting yeah. scene. I
1: mean, yeah, so I think right.
0: some, some some movies they uh, they showed those similar scenes when you enter a black hole and just think. <laughs> You know what I'm saying. But then, so
1: my essentially my project was to build a. You could say that's a classifier. So, the the data from the survey for each light emitting object, they record the flux of a, uh, of a certain wavelength of light, and the flux is essentially the light intensity of a certain electromagnetic radiation frequency, mm-hmm. and stars. Despite you know they have different you know they're all different colors and different sizes and all of that, mm-hmm. but they're but they but the flux of certain electromagnetic radiation like red blue green and you know all that stuff differs from a uh, galaxies and from a quasars. And my classifier was essentially used, trained on, on those methods, so that if you can if you just take like a, if you record some you know random light uh data about like a light emitting object if you input those into the model it can tell you if it's a star or a galaxy or a quasar so that's one of the you know applications of machine learning Mm -hmm. and so yeah it's and i did that all from just a simple like crappy old macbook air (laughs) so it's it's really cool the stuff you can do with machine learning and just a bit little bit of code I mean they say like machine learning it's like it's you know in real life it's really just one line of code <laughs> it's really just one line hmm. of code the input is your data set and then the method itself is like training you you create a object um, that's the that's the the program and then you take it you use another function to input the input to that function it's a data set and you train Mm -hmm. the model of the front function then boom it's done (laughs) and then you do some tests on that (laughs) that's crazy that's that's
0: i was lost in there it was (laughs) too complicated it's one once you once once i get there i'll I'll get there
1: it's once you just read some stuff that it's really simple it's it's not well at the basic level it's the fundamentals are, are not that complex mm-hmm. um and then for example i used for another one that was uh, this was our project we we were in this math modeling competition yeah uh oh, that it, damn this we had so much time but then we just kept procrastinating and then <laughs> it was always happens what our project was aimed to do with math modeling was yeah i should have got like there was this like sort of we needed to help this like i don't even know if it's real or fake but in this organization to figure mm-hmm. out like the best like way of s- scheduling like different projects and stuff or something sure. like that sure and then it's like you have these different projects and you got to figure out like how to s- schedule them to each other so that the cost at like every single day is the least or something like that mm. And then I just wrote a program to, uh, you know, the, <laughs> looking back at it, it's, it's a really dumb and sort of inefficient program, <laughs> but I just, th- I just basically made this like random, this, this program that essentially randomly for every single iteration, it randomly schedules the different mm-hmm. projects and mm-hmm. then it calculates the data. It mm-hmm. does that, like, I think it was 100,000 times, and then at the end choose the best one, like the one with the least. There's, like, maybe a 1,000 better ways you could have done it. Mm-hmm. But then I did that, and then uh, we won this, like, like what was it called? Like, a meritorious which is, like, a fourth place award, which is basically just, which is basically the same as, like, participation award, but, mm-hmm. you know, it was, that's, again, sort of some stuff you can do with machine learning. No, not machine learning, like, just programming.
0: Programming, computer science. Huh, that seems interesting but complicated.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: programming kind of like Programming does seem hard, but it's a lo- it's definitely a lot of memorization.
1: I'd speculate. If you go into higher levels of programming, it's really all about math. It's it's, it's all about it's, math, yeah. It's actually really because... What we call programming, it's really just... Actual, it's, it's really just... Um, like actuation of mathematical concepts. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, in competition coding, I did, like, I was, like, really beginning at it, and mm-hmm. some of the some of the programs, like, the first big part of a problem is just figure out how to solve it. Like, you know, what math, what, what, what sort of math function to use. Mm-hmm. And then the program is actually the easy part because you just got to plug in some equations and numbers, boom, it's done. So sure. it's, like, the first part is really what's the hard part. So you got to figure out, like, what what mathematical um, I suppose, what, what 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 mathematical approaches to use for this. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, you gotta need math, which is, I mean, I think almost everybody that I know that's in college right now who's Asian and is in STEM is doing math. Asian. They, Asian. Asian. <laughs> Asian. And Has to be Asian. It's <laughs> math and CS double major. So I'll just follow the trend. <laughs>
0: yeah, see, that's a thing. I don't know why. why. Why do you think there's this trend of just Asians being good at math and computer science and Asians Mm. majoring in math and computer science and exceptional Asians being (laughs) in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, why?
1: Why? I I think it could be because there's a lot of Asians. Like, (laughs) well,
0: sure, but there are equal amount of, as more of other people than Asians. Why are Asians all in math and computer science?
1: uh, I think because maybe Asian countries have a focus on them. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you don't think
0: you don't think here people focus on math.
1: Well, if you look at our schools, because Bailey and I would lead a bunch of the schools like STEM clubs, like yeah, of course, team, like math, math club, club robotics. robotics. Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: it's almost all Asians. Why? Why do you think so? Have you ever thought about it?
1: I mean, I have an answer, mm. but
0: I just want to hear your answer.
1: It kind of depends on what time. I mean, it's like I don't think it's really like. I think it's a buildup. I mean, hmm. I think part of the thing is, well, from you know, I can't really speak for other people, but from my own experience and mm-hmm. what i am like when I was in, uh, I took I was schooling in uh, I took elementary school in China up until fourth grade. Mm-hmm. I came here in fourth grade, mm-hmm. and and the math kind of curriculum there is way as as a lot more rigorous, right? Because. Mm-hmm. I felt like when I came here in fourth grade elementary school in America, I felt oh. like we were learning f- f- first grade math, in Ch- like first grade Chinese math. But, mm-hmm. And then I felt like the thing is then mm. like... I, I think c- it's,
0: yeah, yeah. So it's probably, you're saying that it's the curriculum difference.
1: It's, well, that's only a part of it. It's like, because I really sucked at school back in like first and third and second grade first second and third grade like i was really bad student and i i I was okay in math and then you know i was like average i I was mediocre at best but when i came here suddenly i was one who's good at math (laughs) yeah it's all about like that that happened to me too i was
0: in a public school and then i went to an international school yeah (laughs) i was i was i was below average no i was probably above average i was like the average, like yeah. ninety, ninety points, eighty-nine points, and then suddenly I went to this international yeah. school. I was, I was treated like yeah. a god.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like the thing is, it's like in China, I had no confidence in myself because I was, I just knew I was like average at best. And when I came to America, like I was, you know, I know it's like I'm suddenly good at it because it's so easy. Mm-hmm. But then because I was so little, you know, and I sort of gained confidence in myself mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. and then i just kept doing it i mean th- because kept it's yeah. human nature you know you you you, f- you, you know yeah. pe- people like you know, f- you you find your calling and whatever we what 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 we like we like to do what we're good at okay that's i feel like that's golden Scolding. The, it's golden it's like we like to do what we're good at and you know if even though i know you know i, I was good at math in america like back in elementary school bec- just because it was so easy compared to china mm-hmm. i st- because I was good at it com- relatively I, I liked it. And then I continue and then um and then because I liked it, um and I guess it's also because I was just I think because I liked math so I just kept doing it. And I guess Asian parents Oh yeah, I think a large part is due to Asian parents. Asian parents have they a put focus so on so
0: much focus on it.
1: Like why? I have why do Asians love
0: math? Why uh, are Asians hmm. good at math?
1: I think it's because, um, in Chinese, like it's such a
0: it's such a it, it's high searched question.
1: It, <laughs> yeah, it's a very broad. To be honest, I don't really have a good answer, but I think it's because, um, like in China, the college entrance exam, Gaokao. Yeah. And like. It's so focused on math and science. It's like, you know, English is a big part of it, but when have you ever seen someone go to cram school to study, like, you know, Chinese and writing for Gaokao? Mm, I I don't think so. Most people study for Gaokao in terms of math and science, all that stuff. Sure. And I think that's why, and I think it's because, you know, that's sort of the way it is. Asians have just a high focus on math and science. Nah, it's just the way it was. I mean, yeah. I mean, so then, because of that, Asian parents have a f- high focus on, particularly math sure. for kids. Sure. Sure. And I think that's...
0: And I uh, think like in, I don't know why, I feel like I feel like that it could be a big cause, but when you ask someone how smart are they, what do you think of? You <laughs> think of what math they're in. Like when when you're yeah. talking to someone on campus, you're like, how smart is this kid? Oh, this kid's smart. He's in he's in multi. Oh, this kid's <laughs> not not smart. He's in uh, pre calculus. <laughs> he could uh, same time. He could be taking AP. Th- that that pre calc kid could be taking AP U.S. history, AP environmental science, right. AP uh, something yeah. that's not uh, AP literature, AP yeah. chemistry, sure, like, AP biology, like all these AP classes. But he's taking pre calc. Right. And there could be this other kid who's taking linear and he's chilling in, I don't know, uh, like, <laughs> <Physics> standard. <one. laughs> yeah, like, phys- <laughs> no, physics is related to math. So it's like, Probably, but yeah. you could be chilling in uh, in standard biology yeah, or whatever. Like. So, hmm, it, like, I mean, why, why is math just att- att- attributed to smartness? Well, like, uh, what is smart? Mm. How do you define someone that's smart?
1: I don't think there's really like a ob- objective way to define smartness. I mean, IQ tests, it's good, but then not really.
0: Yeah, like you can have a high IQ, but that doesn't mean you're smart.
1: No, so, uh, hmm. it's well, I would say that like using math is really dumb because hmm. what do you like, mean? Like, you, you no, using math to, to 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 define someone's smartness is oh, dumb because yeah, yeah. At, at our level if you're what people say you're good at math is really just how much math you know if you exactly. like at, at the high school level if you learn something you know if and if you, you're good at learning you learn it yeah and then it's like whoa you're you know p- people think you're good at math because in high school because you're taking calc I'm, I'm taking calc because I learned the stuff and, and it's not because I'm like you know, I think I'm, like, oh, I i don't think I'm dumb, but I'm certainly not that smart. Like, yeah, Like, exactly. extremely smart. Like, I, I just learned this stuff. Yeah. And I guess because, because like... You learned shit earlier. Yeah, it's, exactly. And I, th- I think STEM is as- associated with, like, intelligence because all the famous, STEM, like, smart people, like, Einstein, Newton, all that people, So
0: that's a stereotype. There's STEM. Because they aren't, like... Well... <laughs> How do you even define smart? So you are can't. you saying so Martin Luther King Jr. is not smart? You can't. Like, you can't like define he's smart, smartness. Right? Obama. yeah. You can't
1: define smartness. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, you can say it's stereotype. Sure. Sure. <laughs> like,
0: and does smartness even mean anything?
1: I mean, like
0: the the s- smartness doesn't guarantee success.
1: No. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, there's been a lot of successful people who aren't who aren't like you know Einstein level smart. No. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there are now. When we think of success, we think of business. We think of yeah. finance. We think of economics. We think of all these things. However, that's not just success. Success. There's yeah. so many ways. So many ways. <laughs> yeah. An athlete, right? Yeah. He's successful. An artist, he's he's he or she is successful, right? Everything, like, uh, like, like a historian, mm-hmm. smart. Right, historians are very smart, mm-hmm. can be successful too, but we don't. Th- but that's not the definition. Yeah, see, that's kind of interesting. When when I say historian, do you think some uh, historian is smart? Historian. Like you would attribute that to smartness, right?
1: I would. I don't know. I, I usually attribute historian to knowledgeable.
0: That's similar, isn't it?
1: No, it just depends uh, again on how you define smartness. Yeah. <laughs> sure.
0: It so what we could know is that smartness is object subjective and subjective is on that eng- English slash Hume um sector. Sure. So smartness is irrelevant to math. Uh, in some ways, you you get you get where I'm going, well, but then however smartness is just attributed to math.
1: Uh, sure. We're getting
0: logical with this. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's, well, I mean, it just comes back to like how you define smartness. It just comes back to how you define smartness. Because there are, I mean, I don't, don't, I'm not like a, I don't, I don't like really know a lot about this field, but Mm -hmm. really, there are, I suppose, objective methods to, in terms of measuring a person's logic ability. And a person's ability to find patterns and things, sure, and a person's and those are extremely are extremely relevant to a person's performance in math and science because I math do. is all about finding p- patterns and essentially attributing about learning about finding patterns in mm-hmm. in, in, in the mm-hmm. example and then and then reapplying and reconnecting connecting that pattern to a new example sure exactly, and that logic you know i'm I don't know. It's like, you know, you know, and some people may say, "Oh, you don't really need that logic for like a story because all you need to do is like all you need to do is like memorize stuff." But I don't really think so. Mm-hmm. Um, History is equally logical.
0: Um not 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 maybe on not on the same level, but it is also a very logical thing.
1: Well, I uh, I don't think I've I don't think I know enough to like <laughs> to, to make make any <laughs> to judgments. Ma- to but make like judgments. What I'm saying is really Yeah,
0: like smartness it really depends on how you define it. Like IQ sure, but what about EQ? Like That's IQ true. doesn't guarantee <laughs> success. Like EQ yeah. is m- perhaps more important. Yeah. I how mean, good are you with people? How good are you with building connections? How good a- uh, are you at Finding opportunities. How good are you at when ap- mm-hmm. opportunities come, can you seize it? Right. How good are you at maintaining your performance? How good are you at maintaining your smartness? I don't know, like, not causing trouble. <laughs> like, EQ is equally important, perhaps yeah. more important, but it's so underrated.
1: Perhaps, I think in modern society, like, in terms of, if you're talking about success, like, well, one part of it is your own personal ability, like your intelligence, all that stuff. And then a, a very large part of it is, then how are you able to work with others? Yeah, exactly. Because, um, because there's been plenty of smart people who are not, you know, successful. Like Nikola T- Tesla, that guy went broke and then died, like like really poor.
0: But then he's one of the most. Well, at post-death, he's attributed as one of the most smartest. Right.
1: But then, but then he wasn't. He was not successful at all. So you know, which is interesting. Intelligence is not associated with success. Is is, is not absolutely associated with success. No.
0: That's deep. Intelligence (laughs) is not
1: success. Yeah, I mean, like, like for example, my, you know, um, hmm, but I will say that, like. I think intelligence is an is an important factor to become successful because you can't be successful if you make dumb decisions. All yes. Right? So, you, so it's 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 not it's not absolutely pro- like directly related, but then you need it. right? You
0: need critical thinking.
1: Yeah, you need crit- critical thinking. Like, I mean, for example, my biggest son, like Steve Jobs. Like, yeah. that yeah. guy is smart, but then for example, he didn't know like for all the genius he was. All of it, like Steve Wozniak, he's like buddy in the beginning of Dave's Apple. He like that guy had no idea. That guy has like very little knowledge of engineering. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't really know how to code, mm-hmm. but then he just, uh, you know, like I I read heaps, I read his biography like uh, like a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it's it's really a good book, and mm-hmm. like a large part of it is really just his ability to inspire those around him. Mm-hmm. because if you think about it like you know the iphone and all that stuff like sure he came up with some ideas about how you interact with it mm-hmm. but then he didn't like you know engineer the the basic te- technology around no, it no no so you know it's it's all the people that he that followed him and you know did the work his his ability to manage is unreal yeah and then he there was it's like D- despite the book's best efforts, it didn't. He had a very special kind of. Are char- you talking
0: about the book written by Walter?
1: I, Isaac Walt. Isaac yeah, Walter- Walt. Walterton or something. Yeah, uh, Wozickton Wa- or something.
0: Um, yeah. Isaac Walter. I just need to check this out. Steve Jobs.
1: There was. Isaac. It was a, 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 a part of very defining trait of Steve Jobs. Walter Isaacson. Yeah, that's part the name. of a very defining part of Steve Jobs w- w- was his personal charisma and I played a large part into um, this sort of insp- inspiring others to follow his vision. And exactly. Then, I mean, as in, as in, uh, yeah, no, say so. And then, you know, for an for an executive, I think what you said about critical thinking is very important. Mm-hmm. And it's really just about like the ability of you know having. Ha- having having a long-term vision and then having a good long-term vision because part of a lot of his why he became successful was because of very important decisions mm-hmm. like he you know whether it's through market research and all of that mm-hmm. found that the that uh, there's great opportunity in the music industry and then so he hmm. went into it and be and does apple the, music and then this ipod was was born, yeah. so then it's, I think it's also just like, what they call it, import. What, what do you call it? Like intelligence, critical thinking it's just all about seizing opportunity at the right moment. Exactly,
0: yeah. and that's and that's something that you can't do by just. Solving math problems no. You cannot achieve Critical thinking By just <laughs> re- Repetition Repetition no. Cri- no Critical thinking Requires you to step Outside the box It And, and It
1: means you, you need to Sort of form connections when And form work. connections
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah So math Hmm It is useful But it's Not The definition of smartness. Yeah but And then it doesn't and by it by itself, it can't br- guarantee you anything. But right, but yeah. it's very tool. Yeah, I mean, very like useful.
1: If you're in the STEM field, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're Steve Jobs, who has incredible charisma and is able to like you know convince others to join his team in the STEM field. You got to you know if you want to work in the STEM field and you're not Steve Jobs, then mm-hmm. you got to work somewhere. Then you got to mm-hmm. start somewhere, right? Sure. And most likely, you'll, you'll, you'll start as a baseline engineer. So you'll need sure. math and computer science and all that stuff. So sure. Learning it is important, uh, unless you're Steve Jobs, who is, you know.
0: Who is just unreal.
1: Yeah, like, like you know. Absolute legend. The, the guy was really good at convincing others to work for him and follow his vision. So, yeah.
0: So language ab- uh, ability is, is also... also
1: really important. Communications. It's, and it's beyond important.
0: Beyond important social skills. Yeah. <laughs> Especially right now, nowadays, 21st century. Yeah. People are more connected than ever. It's true. Yeah. Having this skill. And yes. not only having the skill, having the build, having the network, having the connections. Yeah, I agree. Mm, that's interesting. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right. Inspired me. <laughs> you I found the Kurzak's Kurzak Kurz Kurzga Kur Kursges, Kurz in a nutshell.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Kurzak. It's Kurz it's Kurz or something like that. They Kurz they, <laughs> they have
1: really good educational videos and human
0: you, origins the egg a short can, sorry y- I, I used to watch i yeah. used to watch their videos yeah
1: you should you should watch the one on I think it was why why like uh like uh like automatic and what well, no no like why i think artificial intelligence is different or something it's 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 a, a, a two part video
0: yeah there's string theory there's um robots are you real human There are so many interesting videos on this site. (laughs) So as you. So interesting. (laughs) Thank you for coming. You know how long we've been here? An hour. An hour, precise, because you checked your phone, right? I checked my watch. You checked your watch. (laughs) Cheating. Everyone loves cheating. But does it feel like an hour? No, It felt like 20 minutes. (laughs) It felt like 20 minutes. You see? It's so interesting. That's why I
1: love doing podcasts. Podcasts are like, if you just... If from, like podcast to someone who who's never like seen or d- does it, they sound dumb because you're just talking. It sounds then, dumb,
0: and also it sounds so tedious. Like, why would anyone spend one hour listening to something? To, to just people talking, but then just two actually, people. But it's so interesting because you see the thing is when you when you have daily conversations, it's it's light, it's quick. You can't get anything out of it. Yeah, it's you true. can't dive down when you when you when you realize something, you're just like oh. what with here you're you're here so you're just like why why is that okay you get dig deeper oh why is that okay you dig deeper yeah you know like now we're end up into math and success with steve jobs like how did we end up from i don't know where we were to steve jobs to you from you chicago (laughs) to steve jobs to success in life is this what like your sixth
1: podcast that you're recording what this is what like your sixth podcast you are recording
0: no this is probably my forty sixth
1: ooh nice i don't know it's a it's a lot of a lot how i don't i don't how I don't many know. how many have you done like while you're at the school while you're at, at, at NMH? i've to, that that's what probably the
0: number oh that wow. looks right jeez I've that. done a lot. I've done a lot, especially lately because a lot of people are leaving and I'm just like, well, I'm just going to squeeze time and just find time to make yeah. everyone come. It's,
1: it's really good practice for a for for future communication major.
0: Yeah, I know, future communication major. And also, it is very interesting talking to you. I learned a lot of new things today. Thank you. And uh, for listeners, thank you all for joining us and listening to this podcast. And I will see you, guess where, in the next episode. Bye.